What up, what up, thanks again for tuning in This is The Activated Podcast As always, your host, Ibu um, We, today, before we get into it I just want to say thanks everybody for always tuning in uh, I truly, truly, truly uh, can't thank y'all enough for continuing to support the podcast, of course And uh, as a quick note, uh, I just had a conversation with a good friend of mine uh, Miss Butter, which I did an episode with, if you guys want to check it out I think it's number 5 or 6, uh, due for the gram um, she, She's doing a campaign right now In regards to a friend of hers that lost everything in the fire uh, There's a go fun link that I posted I can't tell you what the link is right off the top of my head But it is on the Activated Podcast Facebook page uh, for now, but I'll be make sure to share it. So, um, you know, a young lady that's about to give birth, or she, I think she she could have already. I'm not really sure because she posted it a while ago. Um, if anybody got a few dollars or whatever it is, and we want to support her in these uh, tragic times that she's going through, has a house that's caught on fire, as far as I understand. So I put up the GoFund link. Please go ahead and support. I mean. you know, it makes a difference. You got to think about how quick, you know, we could spend $10 or $20. So I'll make sure to to go ahead and do my donation as well. But I just wanted to put it out before we started uh, today's episode. Start with a little bit of positivity. Um, And in the building here with me today, I have, uh, this is... It's my homie now, man. We've been we've been we've been chilling for like two hours. Uh, we're supposed to start two three hours ago. My laptop decided to give us some technical <laughs> difficulties, so we're a little late. But I mean, better late than never. You guys probably wouldn't be able to tell when I post up the episode, but there's a little side story that's going on. I got Daniel in the building here with me. Art Def Eleven Eleven. Art, see when I when I seen. Just so you guys know that is listening to it. When I I can never how do you say your Instagram name? Arf Def? Art of Def. Arf it's uh, a lot yeah. of words. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. The the only way I'm able to go back to your page, I know it starts with art, the rest of it. Yeah. I promise you, I don't know what that's and I know there's a bunch of ones at the end. Right. What is that art how'd you come up with that? So the deaf part is I was looking for a name. I didn't know what to do. Right. So I was talking to my brother who I learned a lot of art from and okay. craft and everything. And I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't know what to do for this name I, for when I start the company or my brand. And then he was yeah. like, why don't you just call it Def? And Def is um, the initials of my name, right? Daniel Ezekiel Forrester. Now, first, I'm like, that's corny. I'm not doing that. That's trash. <laughs> Get that out of here. And he's like, no, like, it works. And yeah. I'm like, I'll think about it. Thought about it. I'm like, ah. You're like, I don't, I don't really have a better name right now. Name, but it just flowed, right? So I'm like, that's cool. I'm and you went with, and, and, and I didn't even say that beforehand, but yeah. uh, Daniel is an artist. Right. Uh, you, see, last time too, and, and shout out to Melissa. Melissa was here a few months ago. She was also an artist, but I, you know what? As I'm, as I'm thinking about it, I want you to let me know, like, because she, she does, Acrylic is that is that a thing? I mean, yeah. you might have to correct me. I'm not an artist. Yeah. I think what she does is acrylic, maybe oil. I'm not too familiar. So acrylic is people that like what's what's what is that? Like, is that when you? So acrylic is it's paint, right? Okay, but you okay. have different types there of paint. So acrylic is one type, and then you got oil painting. That's another type, and then you okay, got watercolor. Okay. That's a different type. Okay. So it's just different forms in the same medium type of thing. Okay, so it's a different. Uh, 
it's it's the way is the is the make of the paint. That's right. That's okay. Right. All right. So now that makes sense because I, I really I was sitting there because now explain to me the difference between uh, what like an artist like Melissa does. Yeah. Compared to an artist like you, Daniel does. Like, yeah. is it break it down for me? Because I know you like use pencils, right? Right. So I use pencil, charcoal, colored pencil. I use a bit of watercolor. Okay. For certain pictures, that's a whole other process. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I use I use a bunch of mixed media, pretty much. Okay. Right. Whereas painters, they might use one um, one form of paint to get their. Um, to get their image across or whatnot, mm -hmm. whereas me, I'll use a whole bunch of different things, and it's just because I can do different techniques with it. So depending on what I need to do or what picture I need to get out, right, that's gonna determine what medium I'm, I'm gonna use. Pretty okay. Much. So is, I mean, that's what I was thinking. So that that is why you decide to do the um, the uh, and what do you call the style of painting that you does? The style of art that Melissa does? No, that you do. That, that I do. do. Um, the style of what, what I do is it's realism. Okay. And then also just abstract sci-fi fantasy. Shit, I don't I don't even know what those means. <laughs> like today I'm just like and and I'm and I'm treading very carefully because I don't wanna butcher it for lack of knowledge. So, you know, if you look if I look like I'm sweating a little bit, <laughs> I, need, I need you to jump in it and, yeah. and and uh and put a song game. Now what where where does the inspiration come from? Like why did you why did you decide and why did you not why did you decide to uh, you know use like for example instead of going with the ac acrylic yeah way why didn't you why didn't you go that route instead of what you're what you're doing the shorter the answer is I always hated painting oh okay I mean <laughs> and in elementary school I tried painting yeah and then there was um there was another art student this girl in my class and she just used to kill me at it I could just never get a hang of it. But um, okay. the long of that answer is that I always started with pencils, right? So okay. from my earliest uh, memory of me getting into art, mm -hmm. it was always with um, just the pencils I had around the house. Sometimes I would use pencils, just whatever I had at my disposal. Yeah. Even to the point where when I would go outside, um, a lot of times I would grab rocks and I was sketching on the pavement or sketching on the brick wall with rocks. Rocks? Yeah, with rocks, man. <laughs> Scarborough life, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he is. Apparently, Scarborough is it's a different. Um, though it's still in Toronto, right? Yeah. Is that considered? That's considered Toronto. Yeah, it's still Toronto, East Toronto. Though it's Toronto, but it's still it's a different vibe from uh, from I guess from the West End. I, I always tell people I don't care, and I don't. I guess I'm considered West End because I'm in right. Brampton, but it never really, like I never looked at it that it was different or I, I never put myself in a category but uh, well that being said so you started that to now do you also do portrait as well like do you draw because I know like and I know we keep talking about Melissa shout out to you free promo for you <laughs> check her out Melissa she's good uh, she's a great do, do you also do portrait like do you of like your friends and things like that um I have um I first started getting into doing celebrity portraits, so okay. whoever I grew up watching or listening to their music, like for me, it was Wu-Tang, and it was um, Snoop Dogg. So oh. I got to a point where I was just drawing Snoop Dogg just straight off the top of my head, just from sketching his picture out a few times. So, so okay. Is, is there a benefit from drawing celebrities? Like, 
Is it? I'm, I mean, I know a lot of people do it, and um, and I and I do remember you having a post. Uh, and we about to get into this Black Panther talk, yeah. right? We just gonna jump right into. It. And and if you're if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, uh, there's also a video that will be going up. And Daniel's brought with him um, some of his uh, work that he's done. Uh, as you can see behind me, well, if you're watching his YouTube, you can see it. Uh, this thing, it it almost. These are your original work, not prints. That's right. Well, the one in the middle is a print. Okay, the one in the middle the is a print. Because the original I ended up selling. Okay. So, yeah. But oh, it, Dan- it Daniel, looks just like Daniel getting to the money. He's selling, <laughs> he's selling everything. Now, explain to me, how do you get the... What's the process from starting the uh, drawings and getting it to, like, to the print aspect of it? Because I didn't... I, I mean, yeah. I thought you just put that shit in a photocopier and just... Print it off, like I think that's that's my thought, bro. But break it down. Well, it's a, it's not that long or hard of a process. To do okay. It, right. I mean, the whole process of to take like one of these pictures. Yeah. And to put it in the print, what I would do is photograph it, scan it, whatever I need to do. That's gonna give me a good quality. Mm-hmm. Bring it into the computer, fix the color correction, make sure everything lines up and it looks like the original. Okay. And then I'll print it off. So whenever I sell it to whoever. They're basically getting a replica of exactly of the original artwork that I did. Oh, okay. So that's so that's what it is. Right. So and then that makes it affordable, right? Is that that's why right. you guys do? Is that why artists do prints? Yeah, that's exactly why we do it. Like for something like this, the the QE, Malcolm, something like that, I would charge three hundred. But then somebody might like that and be like, you know, I don't have three hundred to spend. Oh, okay, well, I got I the there for like 20 bucks. You know what, Melissa, you should have gave me a print of my own picture. <laughs> <laughs> for the same, so, so money now, but, uh, okay, so it is, it is, so then is uh, attainable to like most people. If you love right. art, you don't have to, and you might not have the, the money to get the original ones that you drew. Obviously, right. that takes time. Now, on average, how long does it take you to do, let's say a small print like, you know, well, what is it, 20... This is 11 by 14. 11 by 14. Yeah. What's the time? How, how long does it take you to get that? To draw this up? Or, yeah. Yeah. From zero to 100. Uh, see, this took me about four weeks to do. And that's okay. just because I, I paid attention to every little detail. Right, right. And then I wanted it to look as realistic as possible. This is one of my earlier pieces. So this okay. is um, 2017, February. Okay. So... As time went along, and then I got around to this, yeah. I was a bit faster, but I still kind of took my time and made sure I got everything so it really pops at whoever's looking at it. So when you say, let's say, let's say, I don't know, two days, right? Yeah. How long, how many hours a day do you spend? Hours a day, man, I spend like two to four. <laughs> Just a, a day two to, to, four, to get it. going at it, yeah. Jeez. And then sometimes I'm up late nights till like three in the morning or something. Working out a picture, so artists, you guys really gotta love what you do, though. Yeah, yeah you really <laughs> gotta be. It's not like you're not doing it for show. You're not doing it for the gram. You're really. This is a craft that. You, now, have you? Were you always this good? I mean, no, I don't know. Nobody's. <laughs> I mean, I was. I was trash at one point. At, at one point, did you did you look at it? Yeah. Or maybe that's this should have been a better question. At one point, did you look at it and realize? It's something there that I could make money from. Yeah. So let me start to sharpen it a lot more. Like at one point, did you realize? That? Well, a, I know you say this is from last year, like right. one of the print. 
And if you're not seeing this, you're listening to it, it's like a Tupac, uh, Malcolm X. I don't know that third guy. That's uh, Huey P. Newton. So he was one of the co-founders of the Black Panther Party. Oh, shit. I Listen, I didn't know. I know my so Mark what was Malcolm I know we're we're coming off, yeah. but this is you know Black History Month so we gotta give y'all some sh- some shit to really think about. Yeah, was Malcolm X was he part of the founders of Black Panther? I mean, if you he wasn't he wasn't I'm, one of the founders, but I'd say he was an inspiration to them. Okay, so he was like he came before them. Yeah. So um, a lot of the lessons that he put out, obviously they took from him, and then obviously Tupac took from both of them. Right, oh, so okay. that dynamic of all three of them just worked very well. Yeah, and then they all bring a different kind of energy, but they all have a similar goal in mind. If that makes any sense. So yeah, it, no, it does. I mean, I, I, I knew Malcolm X, but I mean, I just learned something new. And also, I just want to share with you guys as you're there, uh, and we're about to get into this Black Panther. See, I like guests, right? <laughs> that come up and they got a little gift for your boy. You know what I'm saying? It it it, it does something to my heart. So. Um, I got a print of this Black Panther that you drew. Right. I just want to put it to the camera. And uh, we'll also have pictures of this on my Instagram uh, for those of y'all listening on the SoundCloud. And thank you very much for bringing me this. Oh. Now, safe to say you are a comic fan. Like, you love... Oh, I'm a big nerd. I'm so, <laughs> like, that, I thought nerd was offensive. I thought it was nah, offensive to nah, say I that. see nerd isn't offensive to nerds. Like, just, so just seeing me, you would never know. But then if I approach, like, let's say you were a nerd, for instance, and I approach you and I'm like, yeah, you know, comic book issue, you know, yeah. Captain America issue number, such and such, and all that. And like, oh, okay, this guy knows some things. You're when trying I start to... talking about sci-fi, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But, so I mean, I, I know, like, everything now is with terms, and, like, you know, you can't say certain terms. I don't even know which one to say. I know that, like, it's cliche to, I, I didn't know. So it's just, if you call somebody a nerd, like, you won't be offended by that, no? Not at all. Um, me, I'm I'm far from PC, man. So <laughs> if I say stuff and you're offended, like I'm so, sorry, but I'm a '90s kid. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm yeah. I'm I. If I don't offend you, then we're not doing our job, pretty much. Because then that 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 does push somebody to like to think, right? Like I mean, it's cool to be nice. You don't always have to be offensive, but sometimes certain messages they don't. You can't drive the point if you're not saying things that are making people uncomfortable, right? Some things that people say are offensive, aren't really just, I don't know, like, yeah, we, I mean, unfortunately, we're in an era where everything is, is deemed as such, like, oh, yeah, you called me nerd, it's not politically, I ain't got time for all that, <laughs> but back to this Black Panther stuff, yeah. so, because you are a fan of this Black Panther stuff, yeah, it, with the movie coming out, I guess it, it did inspire you to uh, draw uh, Mr. Chadwick there. With the black, this is. I mean, I I saw posts that you put up and you was doing it. I was just like, is this guy like? And this is the original, right? Yeah, this is the original right here. I mean, guys, you gotta see that this this is. It looks just like him. I know sometimes people are like let me make a portrait of somebody and then you look at it, you're like, who's this? You can't tell if it's the person or the. You know, what I mean, it doesn't look like them, but this actually does. And also, when you posted it, I seen that. Uh, Chadwick also He liked it Yeah he liked it That was big man Did he, did he send you a big. DM Or anything like that uh, I want to no, buy this I, off of you No I actually reached out to him And then I was like Look like If you're ever in Toronto <laughs> Please <laughs> I gotta get this to you Yeah But um Yeah My my initial message was like Hey I really I, You know I really like what you're doing And um Congratulations on your success You know All that stuff And then You know I did this picture I wanted I would 
I wouldn't mind if you would check it out and, and whatnot. And man. sign it. Oh, I wish, man. Do they? Do they like? The, I mean, when does does it have an impact when you when you tag artists and then they like it? Does that do anything to it? Like, do you all of a sudden see a surge in like followers or? Yeah, it it definitely does. It does, right? It does, and then especially in the likes and the engagement in my page overall. I oh, mean, I that. I don't do it specifically for that reason. Yeah. I mean, because I was really looking forward to this film and I was really inspired by it. Mm -hmm. And I was familiar with his work in terms of movies before the Black Panther. Okay. So that's why I tagged him and whatnot. And then there's all the celebrities out I want to draw and whatnot. But it's only people that I've drawn some inspiration from. Okay. That I'll really put an effort for them seeing it or whatnot. Yeah. So it's not like... Because I feel like sometimes you, people are damn near harassing these celebrities. Yeah. Like, every damn post y'all want to tag the dude. Like, <laughs> y'all really think he got... I mean, I don't know. And sometimes it's good that they yeah. they, they, they do see it and they like it. I guess it's kind of like um, the... Uh, what's it called? The appraisal, something like that. Like, that you're waiting for. Like, it, it, it's, it's a reminder that you're doing something... Right, it's the acknowledgement, and I mean, for go. some artists, some artists it's the acknowledgement, but some artists they feel that, okay, if um, if LeBron James sees this picture that I drew of him, he's gonna repost it, and I'm gonna get X amount of followers, and then people are gonna buy my work, and I'm gonna make this amount. Like they going through this whole elaborate scheme in their head. Does that happen? For uh, for me personally, I've never been about that. Right? Has has any celebrity posted any of the work you've done? No, no, not yet. But not then yet. again, I haven't done any. Like yeah, okay. This, is this the only portrait that you've done? Yeah, of? pretty much this one, and then the Pac, Malcolm, Huey. Even though they're all past, but yeah. they still have people that you know handle their accounts and you know. Malcolm X got a Instagram account. Got a Instagram somewhere. Hey, y'all gotta, gotta stop, man. man. We gotta stop this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we Malcolm got, X got you know, one. Huey stop. got one. Hey, man. If I die, has a few. shut off everything. <laughs> Don't post. That's crazy. How somebody? Yeah, they they got Facebook pages, Instagram. I mean, at Twitter's. least if he if he was alive when he yeah. opened it, I could see that. But he wasn't around when uh, when this Black Panther stuff. Sorry, not the Black Panther, but he wasn't alive when uh, Instagram yeah. was around. So why? But you know what, what it is, though. It's people just carrying on their message, right? And it's it's kind of a way of immortalizing them in a sense, because it's very easy for things to get lost. As they say, you, lost you, in the sauce. You right? just so. you, you just changed my perspective a little bit. I mean, that is true because a younger kid might not be familiar with it, and yeah. then not all they have is Instagram. Yeah. So I mean, okay, Malcolm, keep him alive for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the shit I used to sell on Facebook, delete, uh, get rid of my Facebook <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It yeah. might be tough. Um, how did, did, have you seen the movie Black Panther? Oh yeah, yeah, I seen it. How did you like it? <sighs> I gave it a three and a half out of five. Oh, I thought you about to say out of ten. <laughs> you I said, damn, you're like, brain. Listen, if you... I was like three, out of, three and a half out of ten. The um, reason for that is because I, I know people went in for um, watching it through different eyes, different eyes meaning. Mm -hmm. Some people watching it from a political standpoint. Yeah. Some people watching it from a racial standpoint. Me, I went in as a comic book fan. I didn't... I Did you dress up? Did you have a dashiki? No, nah, I didn't dress up. I, no. I had my Black Panther shirt on, my my Wakanda thing going on. Right. I didn't go full out. I had on a full outfit. Yeah. And I got to the theater, and um, I don't know. I just felt like 
I might have overdone this. You know what I mean? And I had on these light pants. The wind was hitting me. I was cold as shit. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't... I, I, like for you, like when you see, and I know we all like. I know the Black Panther thing. It started one way, and then it turned into uh, an empowerment vehicle, if we could say that. Like a lot of people got inspired. Uh, a lot of people life changed, and I'm putting this in quotation marks. Um, now for me, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't inspired per se, right? Like when I seen it, I didn't go, "Damn, yo!" Like I needed my life. Needed this to For me to go to the next level Per se Kind of thing Um, And I think There's two different perspectives If we could If we could look at it Is I think that there's A perspective of Coming from an immigrant family Where you You know We come from Africa So we've We've seen like I don't say Black excellence But we've We've been inspired By things that we see back home Especially now Like it's the coolest shit To go to Africa In December And and you know even uh, american artists they go there to shoot their video like it starts to become the new cool right and then um so like the inspiration like i wasn't looking for that and also i think as in coming from immigrant parents like we know what that means like you know our parents come to these countries for us to do something out of our life so that message i think we've been hearing it for a long time but for those that you think, do you think people really went overboard? Like from your perspective, like do we um, think that some people just got to relax? A little yeah, bit? some people do need to relax. <laughs> but um, <laughs> in terms of the, a few things we could touch on with that. In terms of the dressing up, yeah, it's no different than when people go see Star Wars and they're dressed up in their their uh, stormtrooper gear or whatnot. It's no different. Right. Than yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And oh, uh, people I, dress up for, for yeah, that. People dress up for that. People dress up for Harry Potter. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of those films. And for me, what I liked about it was it gave us an opportunity to be excited about something. Mm-hmm. Nobody's seen, this is no shade at him, but nobody's seen a Tyler Perry movie and like, yo, I'm going to dress up as Medea and go. <laughs> and everybody start dressing <laughs> I up wish as you would. And, <laughs> but, but But then again, I, I was having a discussion with somebody. I was yeah. telling him, like, this is cool. Let's, let's do, let's do, let's support the Black Panther movie. Yeah. Um, and my point was that like Black Panther is cool, and I know we could talk about that. Uh, Marvel obviously created this as fictional, but they drew from like real places. Even the dialect and stuff that was um, in the movie were like you know South Africa and things like that. Uh, but th- I feel like we don't we don't really. And I know there's like a petition that Marvel got to give twenty five percent of what. Okay, y'all need to relax. That's not happening. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, they not giving shit. You know what I mean. And like a Medea movie, for example, and we've heard these stories that like, you know, Tyler Perry has created a studio in Atlanta. Like he hires black people. Like going to see a Medea movie, even though like now it's become redundant, like that helps black people way more. Right. Even though like it's, I mean, we just don't vibe with the story anymore. But like the message is like, yeah, support this, but also remember these are the. I always encourage people like support things that you can you might be able to see a direct impact right. of you know what I mean like so I guess the the Black Panther I loved it yeah right um, and not thinking back at it what if is there anything you would change from what you saw like or everything the was, things I would change are from 
from a comic book fan perspective. Right? Okay. So just from that perspective, I would change. Break it up. So like, give us the, yeah. the like the Black Panther oh, story because I don't know. Like, let me get into. Did, this. did, did it, Where did it start? Where did it start? Yeah, so like I heard, first, like it goes. Yeah. It first started in Fantastic Four. That was his first appearance into the Marvel universe and whatnot. Okay. And then uh, they kind of went along after that. Then they got into his origin story, which was basically what the movie covered. But one of the things that I was disappointed with is that he's one of the smartest in the Marvel universe, and he has a hell of a fighting skill mm-hmm. and like repertoire. And in the movie, they didn't explore that. He was getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, and, he had, and he had claws and shit. There you go. But even without Ooh. even without his powers, he's, yeah. he has ten different fighting styles. So how is it that when he was fighting um, M'Baku at the, at the first scene, mm-hmm. he should have made easy work of him? Really? Yeah, he should have made easy work. But... And is he the smartest? And like, because I hear like he's 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 the richest and the smartest in the Marvel. He's not the smartest. He's one. He's one of the smartest. Who's the smartest? The smartest is Reed Richards, which is um, Mister Fantastic, the guy that can stretch. Okay, I was going to say, uh, what's this dude in the Iron Man guy? What's his name? Tony Stark. Tony, there you go. Yeah. You can tell I don't. I'm not. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I love the movie, yeah. but I just I don't know the history. Well, right? that's the thing. There's there's comic book fans that. Like we'll say you like you're you you like some of these movies, but you're coming yeah. from a perspective of being familiar with the movies. Whereas there's people like me that are familiar with the comics. Before it makes it to the, the movie. Movies. Okay, right, so you're right. like is it when you watch the movie, is there something that we should because obviously you have a better understanding than the rest of us. Yeah. Is there a message that was in there that we should have seen that most of us probably didn't catch? There was a lot of messages to be honest. Um, I touched on one message that I really loved about the movie, mm-hmm. and that's the empowerment that is given to dark-skinned girls. Okay. Right? And that's because in this day and age and whatnot, a lot of the female imagery is coming from Instagram personalities mm-hmm. or, you know, entertainers such as Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and nothing against them. They're entertaining. Yeah. At the end of the day, you got to be a parent and, you know, raise your child. Mm-hmm. But with this movie, you're giving them a different outlook that, you know, you have these dark-skinned women and they're not overly sexualized. They're not acting ratchet. They're not acting crazy on screen. They're not being super defiant. Yeah. They're actually intelligent. They're ambitious. They're they're warriors. Right, right. <laughs> so I liked it from that aspect. That's one of the messages. Um, there's a few other things that connected to just African history and even African mythology. Like, one thing people don't know is that the panther, that's not just a panther that's in the film and just a name that they took. What that actually represents is a goddess um, in Egyptian mythology called uh, Baset, mm. which is a cat god. And the other side to Baset is uh, Sekhmet, which is how you got uh, Killmonger. So you have Black Panther representing the Baset energy, and then you have Killmonger uh, representing the Sekhmet energy. So okay. it's, it's like a dichotomy of you have one side that's kind of peaceful and wants to resolve things a certain way, and mm-hmm. then you have the other side that if you piss off the cat, <laughs> he's going to want to solve oh, Okay, the but they both represent a panther kind exactly, of but energy. Exactly, one being type of thing. Oh, right? okay. So me watching the movie, I, I got it immediately, and that's because I grew up knowing about certain things um, being I thought dude just wanted to just blow shit up. Nah, man, he was 
You sh- he, I guess he, he was trying. I mean, if you haven't seen Black Panther by now, yeah. uh, you're on your own. We're gonna talk about <laughs> it. But I thought I thought he was trying to liberate black people across the world. Of yeah. course, um, I didn't like the method yeah. that he was trying to. I mean, you can't just go around and blow shit up. Well, you know what's funny? Because I didn't like the method either. Yeah. But then again, you spoke earlier about um, how the f- film kind of touches on the dynamic of coming from an immigrant background and whatnot, yeah. and you're going to see things differently. Funny enough, a lot of Americans, or a lot of Canadians that were born here, black Canadians, black Americans, they like the Killmonger character better. Really? And that's because they can't see things from the other side. They're seeing things as okay. We gotta take up arms and just, you know, go against everybody. Blow shit up. It, exactly. When <laughs> no, you can't do things necessarily that way yeah. because you gotta think about what it's gonna lead to. This can lead to a bigger problem. Yeah. So that's what I liked about the Black Panther energy is that he's saying, okay, we gotta ease into this and settle things diplomatically, but we also gotta handle things on a different level where we can make connections with people, and then any other problems that come along, we can also be able to handle. That. But both both are needed. Both are needed. It's like the, I guess it's it's the yin and the yang uh, balance. The the it create like it encompass both. Are they making another one? Is it a part two coming? Oh yeah, there's a part two. Part two, part three. But like I don't want to wait like six yeah. years. Hey Marvel, y'all gotta relax, man. <laughs> this shit comes out every four years. Yeah. I can't. You know what I mean? Like it's. I feel like they should make one next year. Nah, Did these movies take long to 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 make? It seems like some of them take long, but what it seems like is that once they finish one, they hop into they start producing the next one. So that's oh, why you okay. have them like back to back, right? But yeah, because I also seen some commercial about Venom, Ven- Venom, Venom, Venom. Uh, listen, guys, <laughs> don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm putting not, you up. But, but you know, you know, you know, the crazy thing is, I go see every movie that come yeah. out, every Marvel movie. Um, I've gone and see it. Uh, I don't miss them, so I would. I mean, summertime, I probably go to movies two, three times a week, kind of thing. Like I love, I love those kind of movies. Like it's really, you know, what I mean, the only the comics I used to be into back then is uh, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball. So that's the one I know the best. You know, you can't. I might have oh, forgot wait, some hold shit. On, hold on. Okay, no, because I was joking. <laughs> are you a no? '90s Dragon Ball fan or are you a new age Dragon Ball fan? Nah, like '90s. The, okay. the, the, if you the, said new age, I would love. Yeah, no, no, like <laughs> the, you know, back that—that that was the only thing I know. I remember this. It used to come on. I can't remember which day, but it was five thirty. Used yeah. to come. On. I think every day used to come on five thirty. Five thirty. Get home, we rushed to. You know, I used to even trying to draw. Yeah. The little Goku, my drawings. I can't do this. I wish I could. Maybe I should have stuck with it. Um. So yeah, what else? What else am I forgetting about this movie? Any, any, anything else that? Anything else from the movie um, that you can think of? I have no other criticisms for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, different people are going to go in with different eyes, right? Yeah. So, and are you people that is going to see it on Tuesday because it's half price? Uh, stop doing this shit, okay? <laughs> go see the shit on a Friday. I know you wait till Tuesday, 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 fifty percent Tuesday. Put your money behind at least, you know, one thing and, and go so great movie. Uh I've seen it three times. I've seen it three times. So uh you seen it once. You only see? I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna see it again though. I'm gonna wait till things kinda die down. Yeah, I mean I got invited, so you know, it was an easier yeah. thing to do. Now, um I wanna transition and talk about and also today you uh you brought a piece here. We're gonna put it on camera. 
Um, and I want to I, I want to talk about this a little bit. There we can. Hey, there you go. Um, so for those, if you're listening to the audio, I'm gonna, I'm going to describe this to you. It is a look like a strong dude. He looked like he hit the gym a couple times. <laughs> Does putting uh he's putting a actually you know what you why am I talking about your piece go ahead no 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 you, yeah, you interpret because I don't want to like okay so from my perspective it yeah. looks like um an empowering piece there's a a guy putting a crown on a woman right like just to simplify things yeah well, but then again it's a it's a picture so you have to see it to kind of like it's 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 detailed in the such that like you can convey Maybe a couple messages through this, like a happy couple, right? They both smiling, <laughs> look like they just had sex. No, <laughs> I think you might want to take that comment back. See, you let me. <laughs> that's your fault. You let me freestyle. So that's what I did. No, but like, explain to me when you were drawing this, yeah. and you wanted to show it to the world. What is one message that you? Wanted them to really get like from looking at the picture. Okay, so first let's let's clear up what the picture actually is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys have seen the picture. What was the picture? So we got we got um guy right here. This is actually a young boy. Oh. <laughs> it's not a girl. It's a guy. <laughs> it's a guy. It's a young boy. It looked like a girl that just took off her wig. Yeah. No, you, you, you know, know she looked kind of crazy. You know what it is? It's the dreads and then. That oh, he has okay, okay. A meaning to so both. my fault. I apologize. It is it is a a young okay. Yeah, there's a meaning to all of it. So mm-hmm. this picture here is called Legacy, and what I wanted to basically translate through this is that um, a strong, positive black role model, being a male, mm-hmm. that's passing down his legacy to another generation or to his brother or to his friend, right. and whatnot. That legacy could come by way of wisdom, come way of come come by by support or you know just some sort of mentorship and that's basically what I wanted to get across with this and the reason why the reason for the hair (laughs) so um dreads represent years of growth years of wisdom that this male has had with them and then you have the young boy who's coming into that and then the crown is the jewel that he's passing on to him so he's like saying here I'm now giving you the power to carry on what I had. Okay, um, I, and I know the the first time when we when we initially talked, uh, which was about two two months ago, I believe. Yeah. Um, you hit me up and you said, like, "I love what you're doing. Uh, I want to come to your podcast and present a piece." Uh, I guess you just didn't want to come and talk, which I mean, which I, I told you, I mean, hundred percent. This is what it's for, and looking at it here, like. When you're creating pieces, like outside of the Black Panther stuff and things like that, are you, is this your mission to like put out a lot of these pieces to show, uh, of course, a black man empowering, you know, the next generation, which I think nowadays it's a harder, like we don't, I don't even want to say we don't see it a lot. But I think we might forget that, hey, like, we pass a certain point, we do got to start to pass down, uh, you know, structure, beliefs, and, right. and, and, you know, I don't want to say right or wrong because that's subjective, right. right? Everybody has their own ways, but, like, I think 
empowering the next generation is very important. Do you is that the theme of every piece that you create, or this is just a one of? Um, it's not the theme of every piece, but okay. it's the it's part of it's part of a section that I, that I cover. Okay. So I have many different missions with the artwork that I do. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the missions: is black male empowerment, and. Yes, we have a lot of pictures and imagery that empower the females, and I'm all for it. Right. Don't get me wrong. But we also have to empower the males coming up, too. I mean, there's men and young boys that have gone through experiences just as bad or just the same as the right. female counterparts. And a lot of them don't have that kind of imagery to look up to or imagery to kind of escape into. So since I kind of come from a certain background, I'm like, okay, I want to give these people an opportunity for that. I want to do much more with my work than just... Than just drawing random pictures, right? Right. And and overall, when you create a piece like this, what do you hope to do with it afterwards? Because, I mean, this is... This is amazing work. Like, do you then donate it to an organization? Or how do you... What's the next step? Well, a piece like this, um, one of the things I'm thinking about doing is having a silent auction for it. And then... The proceeds I make off of that, I'm donating 100% of it to whatever organization that will help out young uh, young black males, whether it's uh, by way of mentorship, whether it's by way of helping them out in academics, or um, just creating a space for them to feel comfortable, you know, so that's what I hope to do with this. I'm not even going to say hope, that's what I'm going to do with this. I don't believe in... Speaking yeah, that, I mean that—that that is true. I always say you don't hope you you know don't try you do it. I mean that's amazing. I mean you you're using your art to empower in the best way that you know how to. And uh, once this goes up, and Sana Asha, how do do you do it on your Instagram or do you? Um, well, I'm I'm gonna team up with the gallery. Okay. Team up with the event organizer, and then we're gonna take it from there. I'm is not... there like black galleries around? Or oh um... yeah, there is. They're actually shout out to um Trey, is it Trey Trey Vaughn. Trey Arts. There we go. Okay. Trey Arts. <laughs> I was trying to remember his actual <laughs> real name, yeah. his real full name. But yeah, Trey Arts has a gallery. Okay. That it's his own space. You know, he holds paint nights and uh, a bunch of other events. So there are black galleries out there. Oh, going, okay. I mean, I mean, I might not be familiar with it, but uh, it's good to know from people listening, probably the this that's trying to find a, uh, and I would definitely say, I mean, but we'll get into it at the end, yeah. like the follow, because I know you do post a lot of stuff and um, and I pay attention to it in a way and, you know, these things are important and I know also with me, I talk about it on my podcast a lot and I have a little brother who's 15 now and I think everything that you do, you have to set an example because they pay so much attention to you that like, it's easy for them to like, pick up on everything that you do, right? So then you got to make sure that you know, not to be all serious all the time, but right. to also, hey, man, this is, I've done this before. Yeah. You could do this a little bit better, right? That's right. Um, so besides that, you've also, I've seen you post um, a video of you actually uh, holding TTC hostage or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, we were on the, you, on the train. You, you guys was on a run and, uh, no, Brooklyn but style. you, you. <laughs> You um, you had a display of and was it just you or was no, it a well, collaborative? It, it was it was uh, four other artists. So and what's artists. it called? What's that event called? That is called Social Anti Social Experiment. Social Anti Social Three that we did. Yeah. So there was th- so 
tell me more about that because I'm a little bit curious. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't something that I put together. Okay. Um, it was um another dude coming up doing this thing, and his his name on Instagram is Social Anti. Okay. Right, and um, I seen it and I was like, yo, I love that. Like that, what they were doing just. It, it resonated with everything that's my personality. So what were they doing? Like, give us. I want to. I want you to give me the feel as if because what I've seen and I would yeah. describe to you guys is uh, I seen you guys was on the train like on the TTC. Yeah. Uh, subway system here in Toronto. For those that don't know, um, and you guys post a bunch of your artwork on the windows. Right. And you were trying to sell it to passengers. Is no. that what it is? No, that that wasn't the aim. Okay. But, um, so what it is is that we put up our artwork on the windows and then the whole idea behind the experiment was to get people out of their phones and get people out of just being self-absorbed but not self-absorbed in a bad way, just kind of being closed off, which is what we kind of become since technology advanced. Right. To get people talking and interacting. And then that's exactly what happened. We put our work up. And then I kind of seen some people kind of like, you know, what are these black kids doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> black kids are crazy. Like, hold your purse. They're going to rob did, us. Did but you do this like rush hour time or like? No. Coming off of rush hour time. So it was about seven, seven-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, once we put it up and then I seen some people kind of looking, but kind of standoffish. reluctant and standoffish. Yeah. So what I did was I went up and just, hey, my name's Daniel. We're giving you guys a free art show here today. And then we it just opened up a conversation. And people that you think would never talk to you yeah. otherwise just started having a whole dialogue. Like, I went up to this older couple, and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is what we're doing and whatnot. And then they started talking about Black Panther. The dude started talking about how his grandson is taking him to go see Black Panther. So just looking at dude and his wife, you would that never white think guy? that. White guy? It's going to change couple. his life, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might start wearing it. I, I mean, I don't have... A lot of white friends But if I did I would have took all of them To go see it um, Did you guys sell off Any of the pieces at the end Or I mean I know yeah. that wasn't the, the message But like Did somebody go Yo I love what you're doing yeah. I just want to give y'all money For this Did you end up Selling well, any Well for me I ended up selling Two of my prints Okay Right so That wasn't my intention I yeah. didn't come there Thinking that Even when The two people said They want to buy I'm like You sure Like you You want to buy it Then they're like Yeah yeah You know how much And then I told them Price and they, they copped it I was like great Damn. But um, I, I'm not sure if the other artists sold anything. Okay. But um, we did give out a lot of our information to people. Okay. Right? So cards, you know, adding us on Instagram and Facebook, whatever the means was. Yeah, I mean, it was unique because I've never, I've never seen it. I know um, in Toronto, it's not as... You don't see it often, but I know in New York, like every time you come on on the train in New York, there's something going on. Right. Like the train itself is a different. Like every time you come on the train, somebody might come in there and break dance. Right. Somebody might come and read your poem. Somebody might give you a show. So I think for those as expected, maybe not as much as Toronto. And then when I seen it too, like it was very unique. Right. Because I was like, "Damn, this is a great idea. Get on the train and and and." At the time, I didn't understand thoroughly what you guys were doing, but. And you know, funny enough, when I first seen it, that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of New York culture. I thought you was in New York for a second. Nah, I said, Can you get then, you, then you seen those little red marks on the train. You're like, that's TTC. Yeah, no, no. As soon as I see red, I was like, yeah, yeah TTC all the way. Um, but yeah, it was definitely different. Like, the people were, were shocked to see that, right? Yeah. But I'm glad that I was able to be a part of that experience and bring that to them. And I, I talked with the organizer. 
about some other ideas. So we we got some things lined up, man. I mean, it's his creation. Yeah. But I just wanted to add my input to it and keep this thing going. And going, okay. Um, and do you, do you guys ride the train like from what? Like, do you ride the train from one station to another, like yeah. all the way through? So we started at uh, we started at Spadina. Okay. Then we went down to Kipling. Then we went to Kennedy, and then we went back and forth like that. So how many, how how long were you guys on the train for? We were on the train for like two hours. No, maybe maybe three hours. Damn, y'all yeah. didn't get arrested. Got, That's amazing. Yeah, we got shut down. You did? <laughs> we got <laughs> shut down. <laughs> they told y'all. <laughs> yeah, by that time I was ready to go on. I got, I got a baby. I'm not gonna go. Man. Was it was it only like one time or like a couple of times? No, one time. Funny enough, a supervisor came on TTC supervisor. And he was looking around, didn't say nothing. And yeah. we thought he was going to say something, didn't say nothing. And then um, some time went by, maybe like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then uh, I think it was some sort of superior, TTC superior came on with his hat and everything. And then he was talking and he was like, you know, it's, it's fine now, but don't do this again, sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah. But, y'all, but then now y'all planning the, the number four. Yeah, number four is coming. Number so if you if you work for the TTC, you watching the Douglas, <laughs> they coming back for another one. Um, and now you're talking about like you selling off your pieces. Yeah. Are you in a space where like now you're able to, like do do you make, do you work full time as an artist? Like is this your um, like are you living off your artistry? Um, yes and no. So I do reap some financial benefit from it. Yeah. But another, the bigger benefit that I reap from it and the benefit that I enjoy the most is actually fulfilling my purpose. Right. Because there's, yes, I work another job, right? And that that's what brings in my money. And yeah, 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 okay. But this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like there's, I've tried and got into many different things. But this right here, this is... This is my mission. This is my purpose. This is how I get in touch with people and have the opportunity to change their lives. This is how I get my story up. And this is how uh-huh. I leave behind my legacy and leave behind my mark on the world. So that's the benefit that I get from it. Yeah. It's just being completely engulfed in this art thing and just taking it on full, like, full steam and straight ahead. That's good. I mean, it's it's there. There is nothing more satisfying. Uh, than chasing a dream, something you really love to do, whether or not you're, you're, you know, that is the main source of income. And I was just saying because, I mean, out of curiosity, because I know sometimes we look at things and we look at the popularity of certain things and we're like, yo, he's making too much money. I'm yeah. not going to support him anymore. Because I know sometimes we tend to do that because yeah. we'll see a social media following, we'll see you sold off one piece, but you don't know if it's $100 or $1,000, right? right? You know what I mean? So I think. What's important is We gotta start supporting The right people And when I say the right people Is somebody like you To come and tell us That like you know You're you're trying to put A message out there Far beyond just pictures Like to me That resonates Because That is important for us To support and uplift Yeah Cause you always wanna put Somebody at the top That once he get to the top He'll reach back down And pull somebody exactly. else up Exactly Some you know people I mean? get to the top They want nobody yeah, else up there And <laughs> the worst thing is Some people don't even get to the top yeah. They get a glimpse That's right I tell people all the time God not blessing you Cause he know you about to Fuck this shit up <laughs> That's right He know as soon as you Find a way You you out Like you know what I mean yeah. So um, Very important Now I, Any other thing That you wanted to speak about That we didn't touch on 
I'm satisfied okay. everything uh, as far as my curiosity. But any, any, do you have any upcoming shows happening or anything like that? Um, I will be doing a gallery later this year. I okay. haven't determined the date um, exactly yet. What was, what's doing the gallery? Sorry. To, that's so, it. doing the gallery is basically you're presenting your pieces. It could be themed. So, um, let's take this for, for an example. Okay. I could have a gallery where it's featuring black icons, or I could take a gal, or I could have a gallery where it's featuring black and white pieces. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when people come into my space in that gallery, that's what they'll see my work up there. So, a gallery serves as different things. It serves as a means, as exposure. Some people use it to promote themselves. Some people use it to sell their pieces or whatnot. Okay, so you work for different... Is it just you, or do you also have other artists uh, there displaying their work? It, it depends what you get into. Okay. You could get into one where it's just you, or you could get into one where you have a collaborative effort of mm-hmm. a bunch of artists bringing forth the gallery, right? So... Yeah. Um, in your opinion... Yes. Do do how is woman in terms of artistry like like a woman I know like we get into this uh, we might be going off tangent a little bit but nah, I was just curious like is it is this a, is it a big gap in terms of like woman um, and I've asked Melissa this but I don't think that I got that but I was trying to say like do women get as less respect than male artists in, in this industry like from your perspective like if a woman say I, you know like I want to draw you a picture I'm going to charge you $500 you'd be like you crazy but if a man do it like <laughs> is it is it the same thing because I know like yeah. in every industry like we hear these things happening right, right? like right. is it the same in art um I'd say it depends what area you go into let me speak about the, the black art community in terms of that question. Right, okay. I think women do get a lot of respect in the, in the black art community. Of course, you do have a few, you know, black males that are really up there and really popular, you could say. Yeah. But um, majority of the artists I see are actually black women in, in the black art community. So they do get a lot of respect. And a lot of their work is phenomenal. Yeah. So they have the right to charge five hundred dollars just as much as their male counterparts would charge. Yeah. Some of them are better than their male counterparts. <laughs> you know? yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's, it's finding the the balance. How That's do you right. determine how much a piece costs? Well, for me, it goes off of size, it goes off of detail, and it goes off of how many subjects you want in the picture. Okay. Right. So that that will help me determine what I'm going to charge you. It also goes off of what medium I'm going to use because some supplies. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, a pencil crayon set that I have, it's 120 pencils, and the thing is $300. <laughs> you know, so you do the math. What kind of pencil? <laughs> Who makes the pencil? Hey, we might have a pencil for $300? A pencil set, man, 120. Oh, but did you say 300? How many, how many pieces? You is get it? 120 pieces okay. for $300. Yeah, man, we about to shut down this podcast shit and get into some pencil, some pen. That's the- so okay. So everything else. So this is it. So because I was trying to determine, like, do you do you go in there and like have preset prices, or I guess it just really depends on the artistry and the individual, right? Is That's that right. is that what it goes by? So it depends on what they want, and it depends on what I gotta use. Like for for example, the Black Panther piece. Mm-hmm. I, now hold on, hold on. Yeah, you don't don't put yeah. your prices out. Okay. You don't know who's watching this. No, I'm not good, man. Please. 
I was just joking. So, uh, yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, I'm not going to tell you what I would charge for this. Right. But I did this with the $300, uh, $300 pencils. Okay. So, this, somebody's going to buy it. It's going to, you know, it's going to cost. It's it's a little pre- be, this is a little premium one. That's right. It's not going to be as as less of a price as, say, you know, some milder work. Mm-hmm. Right? Just because the materials used for it cost so much to put in. Yeah. Right? And then the time that it took to do it. So yeah. all that gets factored in. I mean, these, I mean, this is amazing work. I get to, you know, and this is, I get to see these things down. I'm more exposed to it. Like, uh, you know, to see somebody actually draw something and to take a look at it. Like, you, by looking at it, I could just tell that you spent so much time on this. So, you know, if you're to charge X amount of money, I think if you truly support somebody, you don't go back and forth with the thing. Like, you're yeah. like, okay, you know what? I respect it. I'm either going to go forth with it and be like, this might be out of range. But you do also, and we talked about it, is yeah. that if you can't buy the original piece, right? you do make prints, which are much more... Yeah, they're uh, much... They're much. More. Do you make big prints as well, or just... or you, Do you make all sizes? The biggest print I've made is uh, 16 by 20. But I am going to get into... Uh, bigger prints, some canvas. I like I like big shit, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I, I mean, th- I mean, yeah. these are cool, of course. But I like like if I was to, like I like this, right? right. This is the picture. That, this is you know what I mean. Uh, until you go to the auction, if you feel free to, if you want to leave it, yeah. <laughs> in the activated podcast studio, <laughs> and we're just you know what I mean. We're just yeah. keeping it. But this this is this is amazing, and uh, you know, hopefully, if it goes up, if it's within. Um, budget or something, you know, we might want to yeah. at least try to get this. Is this is amazing? This Thank is good. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I mean, thanks for coming, and I'm glad that you brought this. I feel like I'm getting the exclusive shit um, on here. Anything else that we haven't touched on? Well, you want to touch on this piece? Yes, please. Yeah? Okay. This the reason why I say we gotta touch on this. This is my flagship piece. So, I should have picked that up. You put that in the middle, yeah. too. Okay. So this is the the piece that really brought me into the fold of gaining some traction on social media or whatnot, even though that wasn't my intent with it, but it was... So this is the shit that blew you up. This is like your sex tape. Pretty much. For yeah. for art. Yeah. Okay, but, people but, don't get excited, but okay. But much better than the black China joint. But that's a whole <laughs> other story. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, with this, this was a redo of a piece that I did in 2014. Okay. Right? So, same sort of concept, um, same sort of thing going on. But what it is, is that it picks up from the mythos, from the African mythos of the goddess giving life to the universe and life to the earth. Right? So, what we have here, we had the muse in the back, and she represents the gods, makes you rep- Sorry, she represents the goddess. She represents the cosmos and the universe and whatnot. Mm-hmm. She created man, and as a gift to man, she gave him the earth. And then I threw my flag in there, the Jamaican flag, so <laughs> the black, yellow, and green. <laughs> as you should. I'm yeah. not mad at you for that. Um, before, it was red, yellow, and green, but okay. I, I decided to change it. Okay. And um, But it still has a similar meaning, so you got the black representing the people. You got the yellow representing the sun, which is life to the earth right. and all things on earth. And then you have green representing the land, which is what the humans feed off of, which is also no, another symbol of life. Right? Yeah. So it's a, it's a whole cycle working in conjunction with each other. So it's a, it's a whole story. In, and what, in your opinion, what, why did this blew you up on social media? 
I think people just really resonate with the message. Okay. And then even the muse that I used, it was, um, it was, I think she's a songwriter. It was a songwriter on Instagram that I, I just liked one of her pictures. I'm like, I'm going to use that picture. And then I used her as So the muse, you mean like the lady saying in there? That's right. So that's, that's, a, that's an actual a, person. That's an actual person. Yeah. What's her Instagram? Her name is Ayana <laughs> Will, I believe. Oh shit! Yeah. She must have looked at it and go, "Damn." Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a good and yeah. if you like I said if you look this is SoundCloud go on that IG page yeah. activated podcast. Uh, Arian, uh, sorry, Daniel. I don't know why I keep saying Arian. <laughs> Daniel will leave his social media contact, uh, so you could go and actually have a look at it. Um, this is good, man. This is this is good. I mean, I, I wish you much success, bro. And now uh, for anything else, if you need anything from me, I'm here. You know what I mean? Thank you. Um, before you go, please give us plug us your Instagram so we know people know where to follow you. All right, first and foremost, you gotta follow this man. Right? You gotta support him. I'm telling you right now, I'm declaring this. This will be one of the biggest, biggest podcasts you ever come across. It's Amen. gonna be the biggest Amen. thing in Toronto. Period. Thank you. Now, to find me. Art of Death, 1111 on Instagram. I'm, I'm on all social media, but you really want to get in touch with me and check my workout and check out what I do. Instagram is the way to go. Art of Death, 1111. Or you could find me at my website if you want to purchase prints and whatnot. DefArt1111.com. So D-E-F-A-R-T 1111.com. Instagram, A-R-T D-E-F 1111. Perfect. And now, once we once the post goes up, we'll be make sure we'll I'll make sure to include that. Uh, so I know a lot of y'all will not remember it right away, but we'll put that in there and tag you in there. And uh, you just want to I want to say thank you, man. Uh, and you heard the man support it. And uh, right. you know we get it big enough, and we're here to empower you know the likes of us and everybody else on the come up. So right. to shut things off, uh, my favorite catchphrase and. I've heard some of y'all steal my line, but it's cool. Uh, <laughs> I like to throw Shopify in there. But thanks again for tuning in. Uh, as always, this is The Activated Podcast. And uh, y'all have officially been activated. Peace. <laughs>